This, 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 this is the epicenter of audio frequency entertainment. I love it. It's awesome. <laughs> Can't get enough of it. Oh, yeah. You guys are the best. Heffron and Reed. I love you, love you, love you. The Heffron and Reap Show. Yeah, everybody. Ho, ho, ho. What's up, buddy? Happy holidays you're listening to. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, um, Life's Day. Um, what else is it? I'll go. I, I think you covered all of them. You got Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Merry Christmas. I don't uh, know of any other ones. Uh, whatever today's date Fest- is. Festivus. Festivus that day. My Some- dad's birthday was yesterday. So there you go. Uh, Happy, maybe it's your birthday. Happy birthday today. Coming up this uh, Wednesday, Eddie Vedder. It's my birthday. So his birthday is uh, Eddie Vedder. Yeah, fifty-six. Wow. Playboy model actress Holly Madison is forty-one on a Wednesday. I've met her several times. Um, Which one is she now? Why I needed to feel the need just to tell you that. Well, it's interesting. Which one is she? About me. She's one of half some the three. Yeah, where'd you go, John? Um, I'm right here. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, she's the the blonde. Like, well, he like, had three at one leader. time there for a minute, right? Yeah, she was the like the ringleader of of most of them. Dude, does she have like a one man show in Vegas that she was doing for a minute? She used to, like maybe. Um, I went to that. I'm gonna stop this. Uh, fade this out. She used to. Um, yeah, I, I went to that one time. How was it? <laughs> it was right. Well, I mean, she really doesn't have a whole lot of. Uh, I, um, it was fine. I don't want to uh, be mean or anything, but she didn't. It's not like a real talent, you know. She just sort of slowly got naked till the end. And there were other dancers around her that were doing great, but she's not a real dancer, I don't think. From what I remember, it's been a, a long time. Yeah, but uh, well, it's her birthday. Maybe she. she <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant to I say. The worst, like. A- not that anybody would hire me to do a show like that, but I'm so anti naked guy. Like, like I would, I probably, the management would probably come up to me and go, do you realize this, this is like a, a strip show? Right. And then I go, yeah. And you, you realize we pay you to take off your clothes and I'd be like, <laughs> yeah. And then they would complain that I still have my socks and, and, or my shirt on. Yeah. And maybe my pants are just down to my ankles. They're like, no, you fully have to commit to being 100% naked. I'd be like, meh. I'm probably. Have you? I know, you I know you don't like wearing shorts and you don't like your feet. You don't like your legs. Have you ever gotten, like, let's just say in your wild days, mm-hmm. did you ever go streaking or get naked or skinny dipping in front of a big group of people? Have you ever done anything like that? No. No. I don't, I don't think. Uh, no. I, I don't think one. Uh, yeah, no, only one part. <laughs> it, it's one, but one, one other set of eyes at the most. Yeah, right. No, yeah, I've never. Plus, yeah, no, no, never have. I've only done it a couple of times, <laughs> but every time I would do it, you know, it's it's uh, it's it's a scary. Being naked is scary, but I think it's harder for guys to be naked. No pun intended, because we're judged a lot down there. Where if, if you're a girl and you, they're all size of boobs and guys like all of them, 
But if we show our cards and it's not what they want, then it's totally done, right? I think. Like you wouldn't say no to a girl if she got naked and you saw like one boob was like a little bit smaller than the other. It no, wouldn't I, stop you. You wouldn't be like, well, this is off the table now. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm yeah. talking about back in the day. Uh, yeah, yeah. Have him with Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah, I, I would. I would have <laughs> like. I don't know. Yeah, Britt Blakeney said Heffron with Donald Duck, the strip show. I, I don't know if we've talked about that. I don't walk around uh, naked at my house. I'm, I'm not. I'm even if I'm alone, I will close the bathroom door. Oh. Even if there's, there's nobody I have, like there's nobody bursting in. People have, who have kids, I don't understand how you find that time. Mm-hmm. The whole time you're in there, it, it probably sounds like a SWAT team trying to like, you know, come through that door while right. you're trying to go to the bathroom. So I'm, I'm sure parents try to hide or they try to fit oh, it. Sure. Okay. There, I just made them take out the, the trash. That gives me 1.2 minutes, you know, in the bathroom anyway. And real quick, uh, and read subject change. We are going live on Facebook, my fan page, John Heffron's fan page, uh, YouTube, and Twitter. We're reading your comments. We're going to go from go to them from time to time, give you shout-outs. Uh, but we're also on uh, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, you name it. We're a podcast. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and share. Sharing is caring. Now, John, can I say something about your physical appearance? Sorry, I played music underneath you, but uh, I didn't yeah, hear any of yeah. it. What? I didn't hear any of music. Okay. Um. But yeah, but then we'll talk about yours. I think oh. you you have you have more of an appearance. I would like to talk about. But you talk. What were you going to say about me? Let's, let's make it about. Well, me. you were working on something that I was very excited about, and and now I see that it's gone, and it and I'm a little bit saddened by it. Yeah, look at here. Caleb Cade on Facebook says, you shaved your beard, man. What the heck? LOL. He's talking about you, John. I still have my delicious ginger beard. Your awesome salt and pepper beard no longer. What happened? Give us uh, details. Okay. Let me, I'm going to try to, as I'm giving you details, I'm going to try to pull up a picture. So I had a moment. Um, and I'll, so this is, wait, hold on. I, I'll just send this to Alan Jackson. So did you see, there's two movies that I thought of, and I know I'm talking weird as I'm trying to send this at the same time, but remember in uh, Mr. Mom mm-hmm. the, the, with, with Keaton? Yeah, Michael Keaton. Right, so he goes through all the crap in his life, and he lets his apartment or lets his house really get really crappy, and he doesn't put stuff away, and then he grows a beard, and he wears the same flannel, and then there's the moment where he decides to get his life together mm-hmm. um and then that's when he shaves and he goes to his kid he's like hey I, I, you need to hand me your whoopee and then they look yeah kid, and then the little kid goes can i have a moment to myself please? <laughs> and then he just lay and then they throw everything in the trash and then the jazzercise the very next day yes that's a great movie and th- so there was that and then there was the the uh, spoiler the last scene of home alone there's this old guy who lives next door uh, to Kevin and he, and he hits the bad guys with a shovel. Yes. And that guy has a big bushy beard and he's skinny 
and he's frail and he obviously is a guy who lives in the house by them by by himself yeah well so i had one of those moments i started equating my beard as being um unhappy hold up um hermit yeah um do you know what i mean so i felt okay if i shave i, I just i just think i'm letting myself go i had no motivation mm. this isn't like should be playing sad tech story right now um uh, yeah, so no, I was just like, <laughs> I had no place to go. I, I hit rock bottom and I, I was just like, I was just unmotivated to do anything. I still kind of am. And I thought, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to shave, yeah. uh, then get a haircut, but no places around. And then I want to go to a tanning booth. And I, <laughs> I just got to, so that's why I shaved. It was a weird, oh, yeah. look at this. Was, that was right before. I shaved it the other day, but I look damn dude, look it looks bad. good. I don't know. All right, look, let me just say a couple that, things, that, John. That to me just that just doesn't look like the John Heffron that I knew. Well, that's the I problem. Know. You're just not used to it yet. Uh, you're not. You didn't give it enough time for for people to see it and give you compliments out in public because you can't go anywhere right now because of Corona and all that stuff. So, so all. All you were able to do was grow it and look at it yourself, and that's where your head went. And and I understand that that logic is is sound, but I feel like had you had grown this beard during normal times, you would have gotten tons of compliments, and you would not shave the beard. I want you to give it a second chance when we well, open look, it back up. I mean, if you look, and you got the dimples, chicks love the dimples. I can do that again in this, in that. If I don't shave this, you know. Mm -hmm. Because this is this is only two days of being completely uh, shaven. Yeah. Um, and it's yeah, it's you got, I got no shows going. coming up except for yeah. I, don't know. I like you either way, John. So it's whatever makes you happy, okay? Um, and you did look like uh, Michael Keaton from Mister Mom says Majory Angle. Do now. Wow, that'd be a tough. That'd Am be I mispronouncing tough. that name? Like all three ways. Fine. You know I mean, <laughs> like you're not seeing a lot of key change, majory angles slash. <laughs> do now. I mean, it's probably angel. Right? Your, your name, majory. That is, maybe it's, it's, it's Marjorie, guys. Marjorie. 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 Angle. Do now. Angle. Do now. It seems like a, that seems like a law. A law firm. Have you slipped? Call Major Angle and do now. Now. <laughs> she said right? that I always say it wrong. Yes. I, I, it's, I'm, I'm never going to get it right on purpose from now on. How do you how do you say the first part of the name? I've already I don't know how to. Alan what? piped in and said it's Majori. Majori. No. What did he say? Alan. I already forgot. Marjorie. 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 The, the Majori. Call Major Angle. Marjorie. Have yeah. you been exposed to asbestos? Call Majorie. <laughs> Marjorie. I called Majorie Duno and Angle. And now I got the money <laughs> that I deserve. Call Majorie Angle Duno. Right. Oh, that's great. So let's talk about uh, you. Uh, All right. Which I, I kind of want music on this. I feel like being upbeat. And you, you know, you obviously have the Christmas thing going. Yeah. First, uh, those of you who aren't, I, I don't know if people listen to the podcast, but I talk to people who are watching this. Um, and then I have some other things to say about watching a podcast. Then I have something to say about people leaving comments. Just remind me to tie all that together. 
Okay. You know who you look exactly like right now? At least your cheeks. Are you moisturizing your cheeks and your nose? They seem shinier. They say, are you, or it seem like you're getting uh, maybe cheek injections? Is, no, that- I, I do use. Okay, so going back to the beard etiquette or uh, hygiene, okay. I will shave these parts, right? Yeah. And I shave down here. In fact, I got a little red from the shave, right? Yeah. And so what I do is I have lotion. And I put it on here, and I put it here, makes and it sense. makes my cheeks look, they pop out, right? I don't know what's going on, but I think it's that lotion I put on. I don't do Botox or injections, or but I'm would flattered you? to think that maybe you thought I did. Would you, though? No, I, I, I don't think I would. Uh, no, not I, would, I don't think I would do Botox. Because uh, as a comedian, especially especially me, I need my face to work. Yeah, I have all got, levels. I have guy friends that, that have Botox, and when they come to your shows, they're like, <laughs> like I can't even do it. Like they, they there's no reaction. Um, yeah. Too much, too much know, is crazy. Um, who you look like to me is obviously the the Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer cartoon or animation. You know, oh. you know what I'm talking about? Like the old school from the 70s? I look like a young Santa Claus. You look like Chris Kringle. Yeah, but there's a moment where he's not Santa. Right. He's not Santa for a second. And then I think Burger, spoiler, I think Burgermeister Meisterburger. Right. No, cancels toys. Does he? And then what's the origin story? Then Santa turns to Santa. But so he goes from being a dude who just meets his wife. To not be in Santa, then he he's Santa, and you look like you are like um, first week or two on the job, Santa. Oh, like you just got <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. You look like you look like that guy to wow. me. Wow, very because because your beard's not it's not um, Santa white, so yeah. you still have some red. So you're Chris Kring. You're so young. Right, you're not kind of, but that's what phase you are right there. Remember, I think he has the little uh, the penguin, um, yeah. and then does he deal with the the freeze meister guy, or is that the second? Is that the the? I believe these are. Oh, there we go. Now that's that looks more like me because he's got yeah. the mustache in that picture. Um, and there's a little, there's different colors in there. It's not just all red. There's some white stripes in there. You, dude, that looks exactly like me. Hang on. Uh, can you do – is there a yeah, way for me to do a side-by-side side on that? Yeah, start hitting – we don't need that. And then I'll try and, like, try to get what that. that picture was, if we could figure oh, out how I'll to do it. it. No, I'm here. Alan's hitting buttons. We should be moving like this all the time, though, just for um, – Just to keep it interesting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I like be- that. I actually like that zoomed-out look. Oh, I like that, too. Out. Yeah. <laughs> this right here I love. Yeah. Oh. No, go back. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right this there. looks cool, except you can see – where the this ends it's okay oh shit i almost knocked over this whole table um uh, yeah i look hey, like a that get funny do you know what that do you know what that means john that means in the future i will have to be a santa claus once all this goes white and you can see there's white coming in here one of these days i'm going to be all white if i live long enough and it means i will have to be a mall santa at some point um, or you know what I'm saying? Santa. Um, 
Yeah, you could be real Santa. You have you, you could be on on par. Yeah, you guys. I could move the chair. Now, now it's Blair Witchy. Let me bring it in. <clears throat> Blair Witchy. <laughs> you remember that movie came out, John? Did you see that movie in the theater? Uh, I was doing radio at the time, and this and the thing got spoiled. Um, you yeah, know, because they were saying it was a true story for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw it in the theater, almost puked. Oh, because the camera moves so much. Uh, so, so uh, I'm not even going to hit subject change. Yeah. Heffron and Reed. Subject change. Subject change. So I've been obsessed with YouTube. Obviously, that's that, nothing new. But I've watched more of YouTube lately than anything. That's mm-hmm. like my go-to. Because I think I've watched everything on TV. Yeah. I don't think there's a series. I just finished um, the Sons of Anarchy spinoff. Oh, was that good? Uh, it was really good. I didn't like it at first, but I got hooked, so I watched all that. Uh, obviously, I finished The Mandalorian. Yeah. Which, uh, at this point, there's no spoilers. I, I guess I w- we just won't say stuff just to say. I literally cried. Like oh. there, I had a moment <laughs> where I was watching that, and I felt like I was nine years old. Like, like I can't believe yeah. this... I, I can't believe what what was that. So then I went on YouTube and watched reactions to that scene. Wow. Um, and I guess it was just not probably spoilers. So if you don't, but and everybody kind of had the same reaction that I had, and it was there's so many good ones where it's just people freaking out. Yeah. <gasps> what a great episode or great moment. So when do new episodes come out? Uh, do they come out on Monday nights? I think they came out on Fridays. Okay, so that's, it's obviously done. Right, it's it's done. But here's my point, right? Like, I follow certain characters from Star Wars on Instagram, like the the human beings, the actors. Okay. Okay. And I'm trying to say this without spoiling it, in case it's it's out enough. There's so much on there that that you can't. But if you have it, if you want to, I'm still gonna it. try not to spoil. Yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. There was um one of the actors I follow. Posted a picture of himself doing this because oh, he was yeah. trying to tell other people don't talk about it yet because some people watch these months, yeah. weeks later. Yeah. So when I saw the picture of him doing that, that was a spoiler. Right. So right. it's like, oh, well, I know you're going to be you're in this now because what else would this be? Yeah. So uh, that kind of spoiled it, but I loved it. Um, I haven't been that excited since Luke found Laura. Laura? Uh, don't remember. That's a um, General Luke Skywalker. Luke, Luke found Laura on General Hospital. That uh, was, uh, I thought Luke when you said Luke, I was in my head, I was still Luke Skywalker. You know that song? Think of Laura and. Don't cry, I know. She, hey, on YouTube, how do people get away with? I watched, I watched everybody's um, reaction, right? They, I watched everybody's reaction video to watching the scenes, you know, from the that Mandalorian. Scene. Yeah, and nobody, and nobody's page got taken down. So, are if you're reacting to something, you're allowed to show a clip of it. I don't understand why. If we play two seconds of a new edition song. Right now, if I was to hit it on my iPad, we would get emails saying you did copyright infringement 
for playing music right podcast but you're allowed to show video from a tv show like it doesn't make sense to me i don't know it seems like the wild wild west if you're someone who doesn't have a lot of followers they probably don't care um so we'd be fine <laughs> I saw, well yeah because i saw also on um on youtube there were a bunch there's a couple people on youtube that all they do is they kind of shit on other podcasts um and and that's their thing but they kind of shit on really popular podcasts so then i looked at the views that they were getting for making fun of yeah uh these podcasts and they would show their podcast oh that's great this dude that would show like theo vaughn and the fighter and the kid guy whatever that guy uh, is name it um brendan and this guy was just ripping on those two um i disagreed with why he was ripping on them but that was a thing where he'd stop their show right wow. what he just said but is that a thing now so you talk about podcasts on a podcast so is it like- i mean it was just a matter of time um, and by the way, Floyd Taylor said, as long as it's not full screen, you can you can do reaction videos. So they had it on the bottom. So like if you're looking at us now, um, John, like almost a center bottom of me and you, mm-hmm. it would show the scene. Mm-hmm. So why don't we I don't that like, we should be doing reaction stuff. Yeah. Um, Random stuff. I don't know. I don't understand. Do. Yeah. Why? There's a lot of reaction videos going on, and I don't. I watch like I don't like that it's trending because I don't watch reaction videos. I did to see if people would cry or to see their. Oh, I mean, uh, yeah. Well, I'm not talking about Mandalorian. That's different. Now I will go look at those. (laughs) Yeah, Um, I did see a reaction video to um, what's the actor's name that played Finn. In the new, like the last three Star Wars, the black guy. Yeah. Okay. So when when the first Star Wars came out with him in it, mm-hmm. okay, episode number seven, I guess right. it was. Um, there was he was at home watching himself. Like it was a reaction video of him watching himself for the first time. Uh, in a Star Wars film, and it's really cool to watch how excited he got and how he was flipping out. And he was just at home watching it with some of his friends, and they were all like, it was like a big deal, I got, as like, it should be. I got sucked into, then Then YouTube starts recommending stuff. So I don't even know how to change all that. So when I sign on my YouTube, it'll have, um, I've been going through these things, it's like 50 top 100 songs from 1984 and it's just like four or five seconds of the so it's full of that and then there's some voice coach uh who i started watching hamilton she was reacting to the actor singing hamilton that she hadn't seen but she's a voice coach and you'd think that and she and then she would do other people's videos where she would react like it needs its breath in here. It needs to hear. Oh, and is, but then I got obsessed. I've known nothing about singing. I don't know who this person is to react to, but I got uh, obsessed with those. Well, it's a, it's an algorithm, right? So like if you watch the social network or whatever that uh, movie was documentary is, it's on Netflix about social media and all that stuff and how the algorithms are so good that they are updating themselves 
every second about what it is that you like and what you're watching, what you're watching more of. And so they recommend stuff that you, that they think you will like. So it's really a pattern of what you already like is why they're recommending it. So that's why that happens. Um, yeah. Um, but I got an idea, John, wow. because you've been trying to get me to watch Hamilton for, I don't know how long now. <laughs> Maybe I will finally watch it, but I'll record myself watching it. And uh, how long is Hamilton? It's two and a half hours. Okay, so I'll, I'll record all two and a half hours, and out of that two and a half hours, there's got to be something interesting that my face will do as a reaction. I think in the first three minutes, your face is going to look confused because everybody's confused. We'll see. A couple minutes. Yeah. Because uh, there's just a lot coming at you. Okay. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Or, or or do me and you put out a singing video and we get like the voice coach that I keep watching and we have her look at it because she has like a Patreon or a thing. And if you pay her just like a cameo, she'll rate your singing. So we could sing. Do you not, want, John, not, I've never heard you sing ever. I can't. No, wait. I take it back. No, I, I, I don't. Last I, episode you did karaoke or the time before at last yeah, I don't. I, I don't know how to sing. Could you take someone rating your singing? It, it, it's at zero, if not. Horrible. So you, it wouldn't bother you because you already think that you're not good at it. I don't know if Alan can look. I think it's called uh, Athletic Voice Coach. Or, or I mean, I don't know if I would want her rating my voice. I know I can't <laughs> sing either. There are certain songs that I can pull off for like half the song. Uh, but I, then watched, once, I went down this this uh, another YouTube was a car, carpool karaoke, yeah, right. And I got in such a good mood watching uh, who was on there, uh, Michael Bublé, which I can't right. Michael Bublé. Um, uh, there's Bieber on the uh, Grande, what whatever. They Ariana were Grande, so good that I was just like, if, if I could just sing, my life would be awesome. Like I could just be in my car and just sing good. I mean, I, I sing good, but but as a talent, <laughs> like if you had a talent, if you could sing, let's to even take away doing a stand up comedy because that's not something you could just if you're at a party, like the olden right. days where people are hanging out and you just stood up and you started doing stand up comedy in the corner, people would think you were a dick. Like that would be a kind of a dick move because you're yeah. like me. But if there's a piano in the corner and you sat down and you just start playing piano, people would be like. That guy's really good. Oh, that, yeah. So you get credit for being able to play a piano. Um, and then if somebody's playing piano and you came over and you just started singing, people would be. Oh my well, God, I got to say, it, but I would rather piano, hear someone play the piano at a party than someone break out and just start singing. I have never liked that. Um, even if they're good, where someone's like, um, like okay, so imagine this: as a, if I were a female, and some dude wanted to serenade me, like yeah. like show up at my doorstep with a guitar and just start singing, mm -hmm. I would feel so awkward 
it's almost like how some kids feel when everyone starts singing happy birthday at them and they're just getting mad because like, shut up. I don't want to hear it. It's just awkward. It's weird. Like, are you going to sing the whole song? What do I do with my hands? Do I look at, do I make eye contact with you? Am I, do I smile? What if I don't like it? I mean, I hate when people just start breaking out into song. Why, John? Except for when you do it. You. Um, but if you're a piano, that's different because it's almost like, oh, this is an instrument here. Let me sit down here. I'll tickle some ivories. It's kind of neat. But I, I'm talking about singing and looking at you in the eyes. I love random at the grocery store a couple of days ago. This girl had headphones on and she was just grocery shopping and she was singing at the top of her lungs. Oh, and she wasn't. I just think she was so in the moment that she just liked that song. Like, can she, maybe we've just all forgotten how to be like, no. there's a YouTube video. I don't, I think if Alan plays it, I don't know if we get busted. There's a girl singing. Uh, there's a couple other words. I can't say that. Hallelujah. 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 I can't say that word. I can't say joy or ha- hallelujah. Hallelujah. I can't um, she I can walk that. you through it, but it might take a while. Well, we can do it while Alan's looking. It's her singing into a well. It's the the video's seven years old. But when okay. I hear that, it just makes just having that ability, that superpower, to just be there, sing like that. Um, yeah. So if it's, it's a, it's a, if it's an angelic voice, Rebecca, vocal athlete. Maybe we can pull up her page and see a second of her video. Um, I say, John. I'll pay for you to submit you singing. And you have to, you have to do it like. It's not going to be good. Well, but we just want to see what she says, though. She's going to say this guy cannot sing. But if we paid her on Patreon, which I believe if we pull up the page, that's what she does. Does she sandbag the. Like, right. If, if she for 50 bucks or 100 bucks rates you singing, is she going to, to rate you shitty or does she feel bad she just took your hundred bucks? Oh, I see. Oh, so it's not like she's actually trying to coach you, not just critique you. Um, what's her thing? Did you hear that, John? Is she? It's more of like a, a coaching than a critiquing. I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I don't know what the. No, no, she critiques. So she reacts to you. She react to you singing. But is she a verbal coach? Is she trying to give you tips? Or is she insulting? Is she a nice person? Um, it says vocal coaching right there. Was it one on ninety five? Is there a video here? Um, RVA. That's Richmond, Virginia. Rebecca, the vocal athlete. Oh God, I already don't like this person. <laughs> Okay, let's watch this stupid thing. <laughs> Wait, now we're reacting to her reacting. Yeah. Oh, this is great. Okay, there's a cat. I like cats. So far, we're probably <laughs> reacting. So far, maybe? the cat is interesting because you never and know. What the, they're oh, do. and then the cat's like, "I'm out of here." Yeah, she's gonna judge how I purr. Yeah. Um. Now she okay. just seems like she's yelling at you. She seems like I've told you seven hundred times. If you keep texting those girls, or if you follow her on Instagram, I'm done. I'm done. So you just thought, like, right? I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> I just got that vibe. I wonder where she ah, is. Yeah, I won't kill you. Yeah. Where uh, she's at in the country. Where is she from? You know? Like, just cute. by looking at her? 
She looks more like she looks out. like like a, a like a, a chick good, from like um. She looks uh, like um, God dang it! What's it called? Jersey Shore. She looks like a Jersey Shore chick. She does have a, like kind of a, a. Yeah, I don't know what's going on here with this one, but anyway, but that's that's that. Um, I mean, maybe John, that- were you trying to hear some of this too, or? I was, but it's it's, it's okay. We we don't need to. I was trying to do the full story tell um but i don't think we can actually hear it so we'll move along um to well, we could uh, react to her how many she's got a million subscribers Dude, so so okay so let's do that math she coaches she has a million subscribers out of those million subscribers how many people did what i literally jokingly said we should do to you it's a numbers game oh she's so, from australia someone said floyd taylor said she's from australia okay I don't know. And she's going to teach us how to talk. Okay. We don't. <laughs> um, but uh, I bet you there's a kid out there that shows you like how to, if you do the Rubik's cube, like some kid will like critique or, sh- or like coach you. We should just start doing that. We'll find these, all these online coaches and say, we want to do so. <laughs> you mean? Yeah. Well, let's see. What else could they coach us? You know what? There should be, Oh God, what's his name? The, I, I did another comedian's podcast recently as a guest, and um, and this is killing me, dude. Because I've Steve Gillespie, you know this person, Ooh. Stephen Gillespie, Gillis. He's got a weird last name, Gillespie. Yeah, uh, comedian. I can't spell and I can't type. Um, yeah, okay. So he has a podcast. And um, I'm glad that they do this. Um, it's called Writer's Block. Okay. And their thing is, it's him and another comedian. Their thing is like, they're going to reach out to like headliners and be like, hey, you know, what what bits are you struggling with? Let's talk about it on air um, and let's work through it. But they want you just submit to them like, you know, within a week of advance so they could have time to come up with ideas and stuff. Uh-huh. It's a pretty cool idea. Like, I mean, that's kind of like coaching. Like, you know, they don't have that for comedians. We don't have like a comedian coach for headliners. We have it for people who are beginners, but then once you're out there and you're on your own, there's not really a, like a Jedi mind council that you go to report to where it's like, okay, now we, we're all Jedi's in here, but here's how you could improve. Yeah. I, I wish was, there was something like that. Yeah. I, I think that you just wouldn't take notes, I guess, at, at our things. I mean, we, we know guys that have a stable full of fellas that crank out material for them, but those are the guys that make millions of dollars and oh, yeah. have to come up with new shows. Uh, right. You know I mean? They're on TV every night. Uh, they're on TV every night or doing a, big soul out arena. So when they come back, they have to have all new material. Yeah. Um, and some of them are characters and it's easy to write for those characters. Um, True. I I've taken notes. I've, I, I've done stuff where I've had, um, you know, younger people or newer people say, Hey, can I give you, and I listen. And sometimes it makes sense. Other times I'm like, no, there's a reason why I did it this way. Um, but I, but I've taken cues all the time. I used to talk, Hey, one guy once right before like a Montreal thing. He's like, I've seen a couple of your sets. Uh, take a breath before you say anything. Litter is probably the best advice I ever got. And 
every time afterwards, I always took a breath and every show got better. Huh. You know, and that was me doing comedy for 15 years. It's right. John Heffern. Hey guys, ever wonder what like I would literally do that instead of coming to the mic, breath, then talk. Yeah. Like, like that even helps if you're in a Zoom meeting or or if you're you're speaking in front of at work yeah. or something, you have a presentation. It's that right. then you go. Is the is the it's a lot of people forget just it's out of nerves and you immediately start. Hey guys, welcome to the Zoom call. Hey, we got, we got, and then you're like, oh shit, I got to do this whole presentation on one breath out because I forgot to breathe in. Yeah, yeah. you know, there's little stuff like that. Um, yeah, I've got, I've got a lot of good notes over the years. Um, I got a, an old comedian friend of mine. I'll give him a shout out, Mike Spurlock. Guy I started comedy with. This dude was like a different, like he was a Mitch Hedberg style comic before Mitch Hedberg in a weird way. Um, like he had a lot of one-liners and he was kind of like kind of a, um, alternative hippie dippy kind of dude. Very funny guy. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, I used to do this bit. We're making fun of mascots. Like, you know, we're the Panthers. We have a growl. It gets annoying. And I would go off. Do other teams do that? I've never heard. Blah blah blah. And I do an. E- I, and I'm very physical, so I do the eagle, right. and I do a dolphin where I'm like skipping up, like a bouncing on water across the stage, and that was doing well, <laughs> and I was doing that for a long time, and then I came off stage one day. He goes, "Dude, that bit's crazy." Um, he goes, "I'm a Cowboys fan." And I was wondering, what if you said? Dallas Cowboys, and instead of like shooting a gun, you simply walk over to the stool and sniff cocaine off the stool because Irvin, Michael Irvin had just gotten busted for coke or whatever. And I was like, that's, and it changed the whole bit and it made it a thousand times better. And that was one. And I, and I had been doing it for years. And um, weird when somebody, you have a bit that you've been doing forever or something. And just one person says, Hey, you should, you should say this word and not that. And then you're like, what? I've been doing that for, and then you get up and you change it. You're like, wow. Right in front of me. See, that's why I love that these guys are doing this thing called the writer's block. And we need to do, and I wish there was something like that for guys at our stage, you know, where it's like you hire another headliner. Maybe we should do that. Just like when the clubs open back up. It's like a co-headlining only for a year. No solo headlining gigs. We co-headline for a year. I sit back and watch you. You sit back and watch me, and we take notes for each other. We um first, how fun would that be? But there's something when when you perform with somebody a lot and you see their um, you start picking up their mannerisms. So Kelsey Cook, do you know who she is? Yeah. So. Kelsey, back in the olden days when I would actually travel, she'd always be she would she'd probably feature for me more than any anybody else. I at one point had, and if she was here, I'd ask her. I think my record was seven callbacks to her act, and it every time that I would call back to her, it would beyond crush. Explain, right. explain, make it more clear what you're talking about. I wish we could get a hold of her. So she had a, she has a joke about, uh, I, 
under what context, maybe her boyfriend at the time or ex or husband, whatever, that he was in the bathroom and Kelsey had to go to go to the bathroom. So she had to take a dump in an Amazon box. It was kind of the joke and the cat was looking at her and it's whatever. Then I, in my act, would do a thing about that. I'm ambient. I'd order something from Amazon, but I'm afraid to open the box because the last time I did, some woman took a shit in it. Right. So that so I so you were just doing callbacks to jokes yeah, that happened before you even get on, got on stage. Before yeah, I even yeah. got on stage, and I and I kept at our running joke was how many can you do before the audience is like enough, or is it? And I I don't even remember them, but it, they would just kill and kill and kill. Yeah, the people after the show were like, "How you two? How she set you up? Right. She wasn't you? You just paid attention." But then what always sucks was uh, the following week when you're performing <laughs> and she wasn't there. Yeah. I get to the Amazon box joke. You open it because somebody took it. Sh- and then you're like, uh, yeah, I, uh, I used to do that where you set up a, a, a punchline, but you forgot to set it up and you say, Have oh, you yeah, that? you forgot the Oh, yeah. You're the callback or the tag. Yeah. Like, oh, fuck. I didn't. I've done that. Uh, but I, I just keep going. I pretend like it was a whimsical, random thing that means nothing. But really, it's a callback to something you didn't set up. Have you ever repeated the same joke in one set? Done that. And then then that's what, what's weird is as you're talking, if you're doing a bit, in your brain, you have these little things. You're like, well, they're laughing here. So I must not have said it before. And then you keep going. And then you're like... Or they're just being cool, and I've right. already said this. Right, I've already said that. That's literally one of the most terrifying feelings. Yeah, that feeling of have I said this before? Yep, it sucks worse than a joke not getting laughs. Especially you're, if you're the kind of comedian that you give the illusion of spontaneity every time you do your bit, like you're just making everything up as you go. Um, where some comics, obviously, they're set up, punch, set up, punch, and these are jokes, and here's my cadence. But if you've been doing it for years and you can make your jokes seem like it's organic and it's happening in the moment, to do that twice is really, really embarrassing. I did it once. I was in um, at Raleigh's. Uh, good at, nights. Good nights in, in Raleigh. Uh and I go and I do an old act, like literally one of the oldest jokes I have about a, a swing set. You swing on it, one, uh, one pole comes right out of the ground, and then and then I do this whole thing about seventies stuff. The the bit's fifteen twenty years old. I have it on a old ass special. The slide where we can make it out of how to service. I remember doing that bit, and it's never got laughs out of twenty five years. And I was just a placeholder. <laughs> I I wanted to do I. I I had something new, like a big chunk I was about to do new. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of got, you get a little nervous. I'm like, oh, I'll just do my the swing set thing first. And then I'll, uh, that gets applause. Then that'll give me the, I'll just jump into this thing. I had it all plot, plotted up. Obviously. Yeah. Did it. My swing set bit got a really weird reaction the whole time where I even had to look at the crowd and go, did you guys, did something happen? Like, that, bit's, that bit's bulletproof. What? And I got off stage, and whoever was I, I don't know the guy's name. Goes, yeah, that swing set bit. I did that before you got on stage. 
<laughs> well, that's my bit. Like, that's not even, but he literally did it in the same order, the same order thing, and literally just ripped me off. And the guy was like in prison for a little bit. And, and now he's doing stand up comedy. And I was like, what? Is that why everybody, I, I couldn't figure out why people were just staring at me during it. That's hilarious. He literally said it word for word. All right, John. I have to read this comment. Alan, I hope you put it up there. Jonathan Stewart. I don't know who he is, but he wrote this. And we can have fun with this, John. He wrote, I could literally smoke weed and could stand on stage, talk for 90 minutes straight, and never write or rehearse anything before just straight off the top of my head. You could, but would it be funny? Those are two different things. Yeah. And I, and I, and I challenge you <laughs> to do that. I couldn't do that now. No, most. I couldn't do that. Yeah. People think that though, that that's the thing with stand up comedy. If you right. see anybody that is, especially if you watch good people, if you watch good stand ups, mm-hmm. it makes you really think how, um, how easy it is to do. Right. How I started. I went to an open mic and saw people who I was like, I can do this. Yeah. Um, 90 minutes is, is too much, dude. Like, I, I love your confidence. No, nobody needs to be up there for an hour and a half. Yeah, 90 minutes is too long, yeah. number one. Um, Dial it down. And, and by the way, also, when you do start doing comedy, I don't know if he is currently a comedian now. Probably not If he, with that comment. I doubt it. Oh, yeah. Um, but if – you start comedy, you'll notice you'll, I mean, you might sit down and write on a notepad four pages of things that you think is brilliant. And then, and maybe it is in certain contexts and with your friends. And then you take it to the stage in front of strangers and you try that you will slowly realize or quickly realize that four pages is really about three sentences. Um, the crowd will edit for you. They won't let you do 90 minutes stoned. <laughs> they will get up yeah. and walk out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you can only do, I'm so high. I'm, who else smokes? You guys yeah. smoke? I like right. to get, well, who, who likes, look at this guy. He's fucked up. Look at, like, all that stuff's been done so many times that yeah. and you can't even be the high comic anymore right. because everybody is the high comic. So you yeah. get it. Are we going to drive slower because we're, Hi, because nobody's ever been pulled over. We get it. Are we going to stop at Taco Bell? Okay, we get it. Pot's, pot's weird, right? right? It's the same. Uh, how long is the stop sign going to last? When is, hey, stop When's sign. When's the stop sign going to turn green, man? Uh, yeah. I'm so wasted off of the weed I smoked. This guy. No, no it's different. You know, man, white people smoke. Smoke different than black people. <laughs> <laughs> man, Mexicans smoke, smoke pot. In, insert race versus here's how this race does it different than yeah 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 yeah, yeah. that's the bad thing. that's great uh, have you actually tried that before I've actually smoked weed and tried to do comedy uh, early on in my career and it was dumb like I'll tell you what happened I was it's embarrassing number one <laughs> but I was laughing at jokes in my brain that I hadn't told yet I knew what was coming up. Right in my brain of the script that I was going to do that night or whatever, the jokes I had planned. And I was laughing at myself before I told the joke, and it made no sense. I was a giggling fool, and it made no sense. 
Oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't. Uh, I don't. I don't. Um, look at my brain now, and it's fully functioning with nothing. I can't. I don't like feeling like nervous when you're on stage. I don't. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And energy draw. Heffron and Reap. Subject change. I was reading the, the subject. The, the, uh, Look how screwed up the straw is, dude. My mom yeah, bought these new straws. Um, and it it's some weird kid straw. I don't think she meant to do this. But it like in turn. Look at that. It looks like an idiot. I'm sorry, John. Remember what the episode those, uh, those crazy straws that were all like. Yeah, I remember those. With, with the stuff. Those were fun. Um. I'm obsessed. I'm still back on the, the singing, and we get that girl to judge you. I wish we could have showed you her judging somebody. Oh, so, so you could see how she, how how she, you should you could do it right there at the thing. We can record it now. You want me to react to her? No, reacting to someone else. Show you how she reacts to people, so you can hear it. Hey, Alan, can you pop in here for one second? Um, or can we, we can we not? Is it fair use? Ask Alan. Alan if so that that at singing or whatever. Could we play the audio of her co- reacting to somebody, or is that where we get busted? Then, if so, how can people play podcasts and play clips of people's podcasts and then react to? It? I don't understand the rules. Well, I think. I think I'm willing to give it a shot if, we want me, if you want me to play it and have it to where you guys can hear it and talk over it. And it plays in a window. I think we try that. Uh, um, one, me. The one I saw is, is she was reacting to people online. I don't know. I've, I watched, I've watched 10 seconds of one of her videos. So I've, I just to give you an example. Just, yeah, play whatever. But, John, I think right now we should also think of a song and you, you sing it. And then oh. we'll hear that clip. And okay, I already I know what I'm going to sing. Yeah, like like try to like you could try to kill it. Like, all not, right, all right. I think I've got some. If you want me to try to pull one up, or or unless this would be terrifying, I would. Okay, go ahead. All right, you want me to pull it up? <laughs> sure. All right. Let me try this. Like Chris Kringle, Sean Kelly. Yes, he did say the Allen. That's what we call. We don't call Alan Jackson Alan Jackson. We call him the Alan Jackson. Just to answer your question. Fam, and it's I, Rebecca, and it's always a pleasure to see you hanging out on my channel. How are okay. you? You know, you can comment down below. Sorry, I'm not really. Let's go back. Let me I just want to hear that that part again. And lyrically yeah. then it took me somewhere. Away with the fairies it went. Um, mid swing, mid going through that um, that so phrasing there. Trying oh! to rewind. Okay. Sorry, well, she's I've singing. Got a habit of mimicking and doing impressions. It's, it's oh, mimic. so it looks like she's hobby. What can I say? trying to. Uh, let's keep going. Uh, 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 one, lady. Powerful. <laughs> oh gosh, what he was doing there with his voice is absolutely fantastic System it's very theatrical what's going on here and i feel like it's 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 taken on an, an, another uh another try that gear shift we tried to we don't want you to try over melodramatic we'll always love you 
dampens to create How's that? more space, more you. expression in his Oh, look at that dude's face. Why are we not talking about that? That's, oh, she's playing System of a Down. A lot of emotive, technically, of course, proficient. So there's a lot of people who want to sing, apparently, because she has a million subscribers. Maybe they can't play play that one because it's um, uh, System of a Down. Just click just another one. But, John, that's what we do, John. We got Maybe we take voice lessons. And we can like have a like a big sing, like a big concert at you know what I mean. Try let's um, try our vocal thing. Yeah. <laughs> shout out to Shane Flint. He just recognized my pipes. I just attempted to sing "I Will Always Love You" by Whitney Houston and Dolly Parton, and I freaking nailed it. And you didn't say shit, John. I was saying how great. Let's play it again. Hold on. I was. Why don't you react to me singing right now? All right, holiday decorate. Oh, here we go. All right, I like her. yeah, let that. She's funny. Um, <laughs> party. I just pulled this. Is she gonna be funny when she gets really skinny? I think so. Can, can you sing? Uh, can you sing in a acapella? What do you mean? I have to. Uh, that's that's when two people oh, sing together. It's acapella. I so, on the welcome to my channel. If I haven't already met you, I am the, the chair she's sitting on. Rebecca. Oh, is she gonna make fun of this poor kid? I'm yours, Jason Mraz. You would you like to hear a fun tip, a fun interesting fact about Jason Mraz, John Heffern? Sure. He has a, he has a sister named Candace. Oh, here we go. Okay. All right. He's so, not terrible. He's John, how much of this did you watch? The other day? I've been more than horrible. Horrible. Okay. Can we? You can turn it off. Oh, let's turn it off. I'm done with it. Uh, the rabbit holes that you choose to go down are intriguing to me because I, I couldn't stand watch much more of that. Um, but yeah, that's the algorithm telling you that I got to We think it. that you like this. What's your Jason Mraz story? I used to date his sister, Candace Mraz, in college. She went to um, a college nearby. I went to NC State, go Wolfpack, and she went to Meredith College. And uh, we were like on again, off again. Uh, in college for a couple of years, Candace Mraz. Fun and fact: Was her uh, brother singing at the time? Her brother was significantly, significantly younger than her. Yeah, yeah. So he was when we were dating. He was like maybe uh, in middle middle school. Oh yeah, right. But sure. I do remember her telling a story about him. She goes, "Oh my God, my brother was on VH1 the other night." I go, "What? What? What? How? How? What happened?" And she said, oh, they were doing a live Hootie and the Blowfish concert on VH1. And at the on VH1, and at the end, everybody came up on stage and started dancing. And he was on. He came up on stage and started dancing. I go, oh, okay. Well, he's going to make it. And he did. <laughs> I mean, that has nothing to do with his singing career, but that's just, I guess, how much he loves music. But I, that's all I knew about him. I never met him in my life. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I was going to show you, uh, so I just looked real, real quick, um, and I'm not set up to, to play anything. Just my algorithms for everyone to know. Here's one. 
react uh, uh, father erratic reacts to Mandalorian season two. Utah van life. Mandalorian fans call Tony Heatskiff, uh arrogant and bossy. Top love songs of 1980s. Um, these are just random. Uh, Someone was asking us earlier, what's the worst Christmas gift that you've given or maybe received? Do you have anything off the top of your head like that, John? I um, Here's what you shouldn't do, I, I guess. If um, well, David uh, Odin said, what's the dumbest item you've got for Christmas? Okay. I got something for that. I don't know. There's, there's some things that you go, oh, this is great. I'll, I'll totally use this, and you don't. I know, fellas, if you're listening, here's something that's come up a lot, and I didn't even realize that I did it, um, is if you bought your wife or your girlfriend or fiancé, whoever, an item like a like a vacuum right, or a blender or any type of cooking thing, that that doesn't count as a gift to them because – They'll get paid. Yeah, you gotta buy that. If you're gonna wait, here's my advice on that. Let's just say your your wife or girlfriend actually wants a blender or a mop or a vacuum. You just you do it, but you do it as a random gift at a random time, not a birthday, not Valentine's, not Christmas. It's gotta be for no reason. You're still gonna get the credit for getting a gift. But you're not going to look like an a-hole for making it a Christmas gift. I remember this was a hundred years ago in a past life. Um, I got my ex a scale. But here's how dumb I was. Uh, she probably in her entire life never weighed more than 115 pounds. Yeah. Right? She's she, tiny. She was always tiny. But Apple or something came up with this new scale that, uh, you know, sent the info to your phone and you could check your BMI. And then it told you if you're drinking enough water, like it was, it was a cool technology thing. Mm-hmm. Right. And we had a scale that we all, we were like always just on. So I thought, Oh, this thing's cool. Cause this measures this, it measures your bone. Like I wasn't thinking about here's the thing to check your weight. Here's, <laughs> I was just thinking a thing. Right. So I get that. And then I get something else that goes along with it. Maybe like a trainer thing, you know, yeah. uh, uh, sessions. Is this something that she expressed interest in it previously? A lot, but, but I think my business manager, Liz, I was mentioning it to her and she goes, can I just stop you? And I go, what? She goes, are you buying your wife a scale for Christmas? <laughs> and it just went where I wasn't even, I wasn't getting the scale to be like hey check your i just i just thought the technology was cool yeah it had a way and you could program it for everybody and it was a whole thing so i uh so i explained that and made it a like a house gift right see that's that's <laughs> exactly my point that's perfect that's a good yeah. recovery yeah but I, I didn't mean to yeah shane flint said you should be kicked in the junk for getting your wife a scale as a gift, but he recovered Shane. He didn't do it for Christmas. It was a house gift. Yeah. I show you my, uh, my divorce agreement and everything. I did ended up getting kicked in the nuts. So that (laughs) I came a little bit later. Right. I think she kept the scale. Yeah. yeah, She kept the scale. (laughs) I paid for that mistake, dude. Trust me. 
<laughs> on a scale of one to ten. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got kicked in the nuts about a twelve. So <laughs> you don't feel sorry for anybody, Shane. <laughs> um, well, I can share one with you. When I was there. a, um, you know, it's weird. Like when you're a kid, and you're and you got aunts and uncles that will randomly give you gifts on Christmas because you're a kid. And then, and then there's that tipping point where it's like, it goes away because you're not a kid anymore. They don't make an announcement. Right. It's just one day, you know, maybe when you're 13 or 14 or 15, it's like, oh, no, he's a big boy now. I'm not going to keep getting gifts for the rest of his life. Right. Do, you, do you understand that logic? So, so that, that was kind of going on. But this one Christmas at my grandma's house at a big family Christmas get-together on my mom's side of the family, um, I was used to getting gifts from this one aunt. And um, it was always a cute little thing here and there. And, and, and I did get a gift, but so did my brother. And my brother, they got him. Now, you got to remember, this was in the 80s. Yeah. They got him a radio, a a, a a portable AM FM radio with an antenna and a speaker. That we, I mean, we didn't have. That wasn't like that was like a Radio Shack gift. We were used to getting like Legos or a freaking yeah. toy. Now all of a sudden, I see my brother get this piece of electronics. It's like for adults. Right. And I was like, I was like, oh, cool. That's awesome. I can't wait to see what they got me. Yeah, probably a metal detector. And no, it was Legos. I got Legos. And I remember being devastated and crying and making a scene and then having to apologize because I was acting like a spoiled little brat. And I have still uh, feel terrible about the way I reacted to the Legos. But that was that moment where you were going from kid to an adult and it's like, but it, it weighs it on me. It feels like for mentally, and um, that that gift should be called something, right? Because I I have nephews, uh, and they're both kind of young kids. They're like in the fives, and you know, up to ten ish. Yeah. Right? And then I have uh, older um, uh, nieces and nephews, uh, seven, whatever. I didn't get them anything. I got the young kids stuff. But right. I figured, oh, they're teenagers. What am I? I'm just gonna get them like a gift card. But there, there should be one year, and it should be called something where you know you're making the transition. Yes, it's like the oh, it's the golden year for gifts. So you know this is your last year that you're getting, quote unquote, a toy. Right. And everything now after this is going to be, you know, because you have phases. Like I hated getting socks and underwear. And all that stuff as a kid, that's the first thing you, you toss. But yep. if somebody was to hand me a bag of Long Johns, I'd be like, yes, thank you. Mm -hmm. It's literally the only thing I need. No, I like your idea that if, if it were a, a known nationwide known thing that at age 13, 14, 15, we'd have to all agree on what age it is, that this is the last year you're getting a kid gift, quite possibly any gift. Unless yeah. you're my immediate, unless you're my kid. Yeah, this is this almost like you're. It's a, uh, uh, yeah. And it, what it, age? 
let's think it out. What age should that be? Just call it 13. Cause I don't have kids. I don't know the, uh, you know, what age to, what age do you think you played the most toy ish? Even in the seventies when star Wars came out, I had every star Wars toy or action figure. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to send Alan a thing. It is but, something around it, puberty because your brain as a boy, your brain shifts from having fun playing games and playing with toys to I got to I got to get with these girls over here. So it's something about that. Do you think that switches quicker now because of um technology? Well, pro- yeah, quite possibly it's way. You know what I mean? Now. Like or is that is that longer? Does does that happen quicker? For kids like we had to and this joke's been done a million times but you know you're gonna see any girly stuff it was it was from old playboy magazines that were thrown away you had to find those and they'll build a fort right but now everybody has access to everything so i I, I don't know what it's like to be a kid now yeah Um, i know but Um, uh, like what do we call like you said you said the golden year is the last year yeah, like maybe because 13, you're a teenager, so you're not playing with toys at 13. Where, you're, dude, uh, you're you're always playing with toys. I'm not talking electronic. I'm talking, I have action figures with the Paw Patrol. Toys, yeah. 11, you think? And then you'd be, you know, starting from 12. Maybe, off- maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's 12 because 13 is the real, it's a teen. You're a teenager now. 13, yeah. you're a teenager. Yeah. 12 you're not a teenager yet. So I think 12 is the last year. If you are only an aunt or an uncle, you can now be relieved of your duties of getting gifts. I like this idea. Let's start. If any of my niece or nephews are watching. Hashtag grow up. Uh, hashtag uh, stop crying. Hashtag <laughs> uh, your parents are responsible for your gifts. Um <laughs> Yeah. Um, you Have you ever done this one, John, where you've gotten a gift for your niece or nephew and their your gift is better than what their actual parents got them? Did you ever try upstaging your sister? <laughs> not, on pur- like not on purpose. And I've always been – I think I got my nephew early on. I got Graham I, – I think I bought him his first drum set at like two – or three oh. like I did I I or I you know I got him a record player when he was two two or three and a bunch of marching band albums uh and he would wake up at two and go downstairs and turn on his record player at just the beginning every morning the Wisconsin whatever band would come out but in and then as he gets older I've always gotten my nephews loud things because that <laughs> that, to me, that to me is just that's uh, funny and I got them. I, I well, they might even be listening, but I got them something this year that was going to be completely annoying, and I kind of went into it. Um, oh, that's that, great! You can, you can especially uh, it, it's weird stuff if you just start dating somebody, or if you you know you don't know how much do you spend. If you right, you know, if you're a step parent and you buy something, but the other side didn't, you know, buy this that turns into a thing. There's a lot of stress that comes yeah. behind them. 
I don't know why Sean with the U. Kelly is saying this, but he said apparently Heffron hated his siblings. Oh, because you got the kids loud, loud toys. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, that's just a sibling thing. You don't hate them. That's just that's just what you do to get on their nerves because they're your they're your sister. They're your brother. That's just what you do. Yeah, I got I got some good loud making stuff at this thing, but it, that that all uh, that starts that that thing that kids push around that makes that popping noise. That thing's super annoying. That pop, you know, it's little, oh that little fake uh, vacuum yeah. lawnmower looking thing. Yeah. Um, but the upstaging, I think the only time. Oh, no, the page says call it the jump year, maybe. Oh, I like. Oh, the jump year. The jump year. I kind of like that. Oh, this is your jump year gift. This is your jump year. This is it. Sorry, this is your your thing. It's the full. It's the full Barbie salon and whatever. Next year you're getting. Well, there's like year. there's bar mitzvahs, and I think yeah. how, how old are you in a bar mitzvah? Thirteen. 15 there's quinceaneras yeah so this could be the christmas version of that where it's like okay no, this I'm is that year doing, are, we, are we going though for if you're uh an uncle or aunt it has nothing to do with so you're not the parents the no parents, no this is simply for aunts for uncles nieces aunt, nephews yeah um aunts uncles nephews, and it's the jump year gift i like the jump year so far that's winning the jump year I, I think we list and then you go, I'm going big on this one. You're 12. This Guess what? Because it. it makes more sense too, because as they, and then do, they know when they turn 13, not to get their hopes up for your gift. Yeah. Then you're going to roll in and, and throw them a thing. But listen, you, you know, everyone peaks by that time, your income making is going to dwindle. The older you get, not for me, I'm going to start performing at old folks homes, but uh Yeah. I like the jump year. Hashtag the jump year. Jump year gift. And you're done at 12. You go big. And it's a toy. It's a toy. It's not yeah, a go big game. at 12. It's it's not a, you're not getting a new technology. That app, new Apple iPod doesn't count as a jump year. It's a last. Here's some crayons in a coloring book. Right. No, there's a social etiquette. You're right there. So the jump year gift, no matter what, it can never oh, be yeah. bigger than the actual parent's gift. That's the yeah. etiquette thing. Yeah. Number two. You kind of go a little big because it's, your last cause it's the last year. Yeah, because it's going to be a price drop. So for the next year's gift, yeah, it's definitely going to go down. Like, yeah. Right. I like now, it. now, we're this year on my, uh, we're doing um, our Christmas on the 23rd because we got kids everywhere scattered. My brother's. Uh, over here with his wife in a different part of the state. And so the 23rd is when we're doing it. And we're, and I said, well, why don't we just play? Cause they, my brother's kids, my kid, they're all older now. Mm-hmm. And I, let's, let's treat them as adults and let's just play the dirty Santa game. No oh. one's getting special little side gifts. And if you do it, don't bring it in here for that night. Go do it in the parking lot. <laughs> we uh one of my favorite memories as a kid is we would go to my grandma's and my stepmom's side had had most of the family um my dad and mom's side was always the didn't go that deep but her side did and they would do this this uh grab bag gift or white elephant gift thing yeah that's dirty santa it's the same thing right white elephant dirty santa and when I was a kid, I just, and all the kids got, you've got a number. You had to walk over to your thing. So you could be 11 and get a, a gift set of Kahlua. 
You could be 11 and pick out the booze. There was no, this is adult gifts. There were, it was just all whatever the thing was. So then you'd be sitting there with a, a Kahlua bottle full of booze and a bunch of glasses. And then you'd have an uncle who, who got, um, I don't know, a big jar of, of candy or something. And then the trades would, would happen. Right. And you'd have to try to trade it. Yeah. Like I remember one of my cousins who was only a year too old. I mean, he was a kid, got a, a glow in the dark or neon that just said bar and it uh-huh. flashed. And one of my uncles had a bar in his basement. So he was trying to get the, that sign from Jeff and Jeff wouldn't give it up. <laughs> he wanted it in his room and it literally caused like, that was the rule is that you don't have to trade. Right. Just get to steal it from me. The rule is it's it. The, here's how the rule is. Um, votes were counted. This is how this works. And he, uh, yeah, you gotta, you can't be sensitive and play the. And I remember game. it. I remember it being a thing. And then another year, I think they did that thing where you take a little gift and then you wrap it in saran wrap, the clear stuff. Yeah. And you just keep putting gifts and make a huge ball and you pass it around. And it's, oh, I've never heard of that. Yeah. And then you're just peeling back the, the wrap and you get whatever gifts there. But there's gifts that are like five or six deep. So then it's, it's, it's like almost like a, stackable dolls, Russian style. It, it, yeah. Um, I think Alan said he might have something ready for you, uh, John Hefford. Um, the oh, Alan Jackson. I don't know. I think we're talking about Christmas gifts. And I just happen to find – I don't have a lot of pictures of me as a kid. Um, and I found this one. But I couldn't make it big enough to see what gifts I got. Uh, but I'm – Oh, is that you? Yeah. So I can't – Look at that so, hair. Right? I have the same little same what does little that say? What does that say? So I think to the far right of me, um pa- power, power power. I think it's a right says power master. Power arm. Oh dude, how would you power know? arm? It's it's a mirror image, yeah. What the hell's a power arm? Uh, I don't have to look it up. Are you about it. to tell me? Do you not remember this power arm gift? I used to love, like, I would ask. Dude, I love the, are those those pajamas? Shit, no, look at that. That's like a a cowboy, like those. Right, no, but it could be a cowboy pajamas. Here's what I, here's what I noticed, though. I always have to wear an undershirt under every shirt that I wear. I'm literally wearing a little white undershirt. I see it. Underneath that. And look at that carpeting. My mom had because this is probably awesome, dude. And then there's like candy canes, candy canes on the tree. I don't no one does that anymore. And you just walk by, and your animals or dogs would always get at the bottom. So uh, what I see there is obviously the the thing on the far right is a uh, light bright. I'm assuming that's what that kind of looks like. Yeah, yeah, it does. Uh, those are we think kids would think light brights were fun. Now I don't remember what the power arm was. I don't remember, but. Oh, Wait. there it is. Commander oh, that, Zach dude. Power, the power arm with lightning cycle. Yes. Yes. Man, that was a good Christmas. So I what think- did it do? You shot you shot a motorcycle out of your arm? Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. Why would you not? Yeah, you wore on your um Wow, yeah. how come that's not in every super like I every like movie? People are shooting lasers. Why aren't we shooting motorcycles out of our arms? And that thing when I play my action figures, the guy because it was yellow, that was the fastest vehicle. Like you could never catch that guy. 
That's a cool my, looking motorcycle. All my know. scenes or or the last on my episode was always the yellow guy smashing through whatever I created. So you the thing would charge it up on your your hand and then you could let him go. Yeah. Dude, yeah, it looks like um Sean Kelly, correct. It looks like something from Tron. Yeah, I bet you this was Tron influenced. Uh, stolen, yeah, yeah, because Tron had those motorcycles that would make like a maze, and you had to yeah. cut it off at a corner. You had to beat it to a point, and it looks like that kind of motorcycle, except it's yellow, except it comes on a freaking power arm. <laughs> yeah, I wonder <laughs> if Ma put that on like layaway. That to me seems like a Kmart. Um, can't see anything else in there. And, and, and you know what's funny? Like you have no memory of the power arm. Oh no! When once I saw the guy, I remember using the motorcycle. Like I must have lost the arm part of it pretty early on. But okay. I had that motorcycle forever because I'd always do jumps. Right. Uh, I'm obsessed with that carpeting my my mom had that shag. I didn't even well, pack. it's not everywhere. It's just around the tree. It looks like. I don't know. No, no, wait. No, I, I'm sorry. I take it back. I see a little edging. Yeah. Wait, is that a mirror? Uh, what's behind you? Is that a wall? Is there a door? I, I think that's a door. I don't know. Okay. You know? Yeah. I'm confused. It looks like it, maybe it's a, a... That's probably the most flexible I've ever been, to be able to sit <laughs> on my knees and sit on my butt and still... Be comfortable. And how did the power arm fit on my little wrists? Look how, look how little my little hands well, are. Well, that's a power arm. It's not a power wrist. Yeah. You put your whole dang arm in that damn thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. What a great gift that is. But that would be a gift that you <laughs> that would, would give at, at, at from zero to 12 as a niece, nephew, aunt, uncle. Um, there's one picture, and I don't have time to pull it up, and we're, we're going to wrap this up. But one year, John, and this sucks because I'm going to paint this picture for you, and you're going to be mad that I don't have the picture in front of me. Uh, we're going to do a spoiler till Spoiler. Until whenever we do. How about this, John? I'll do this. I'm going to tell you what this is going to look like, what it's going to be. And I will put this picture on the Heffron and Reap Facebook fan page. Okay. And so at some point, you got to go to the Heffron and Reap Facebook fan page to see this picture that I'm about to describe for you. Okay. One year, um, me and my brother decided that we needed perms in our hair. Right. <laughs> so we got perms. My dad had a perm. Uh and we said we want perms. And so we got perms. Um and then Christmas happens. And as a gift, we got um boxing gloves. Okay. How crazy is that? Talk about a gift to give to like your niece or your nephew. All right. That <laughs> just let them beat the crap out of each other. Give them a pair of boxing gloves. Yeah, that's good. Uh, <laughs> that's, yeah, yeah. So we were we had boxing gloves, and then we took pictures um, with the boxing gloves. One, and we took turns with. We didn't fight yet. We had just got the gift, but for the pictures. We had pretended that one guy won, one guy lost. So there's a picture of me with my hands up like this with my boxing gloves on and my big red afro. And my brother's looking down at the ground like this, like he just lost. And then there's <laughs> another picture where the opposite of that is happening. And um, 
it, almost the exact same Christmas tree that we saw in your pictures in, in my house. And I'll post that on Heffern and Reap Facebook fan page. People don't put uh, candy canes on trees anymore? Is that nothing? I haven't what seen that? Or yeah. the tinsel? Remember the, like, the shiny? Yeah, I like that tinsel. It's thick. Thick tinsel. Is that even a thing anymore? I don't know. I haven't had a family Christmas tree in, in a little bit. Um, but anywho... I want to read this comment by Gregory Pfeiffer, I think. He said, did either one of you ever get the super toe as a gift? It was the football player that when you pushed down on its head, it would kick a football. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Wow. I don't remember the super toe. I do remember an automatic football like launcher. Like it would like you'd put it in this thing and you'd wind it up and you'd hear a timer. It'd go. And it would just launch the football in the air as if you're getting kicked off to. Yeah. There's so many guys. That's what I got my nephews. Nobody's listening. Um, but they have a, a Evil Knievel motorcycle, the thing you crank. Yeah. 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 I got them. Yeah. That. Oh, that's, that's pretty cool. My, like, yeah. Uncle How Jordan. old are they again? They're little kids. Yeah. They're going to love that. They're gonna, yeah. You just, it's ramps and shooting stuff. Yeah, you know, I'll tell you this because I know my niece, my my niece and nephew are not watching this. Um, I told everyone that we're not getting gifts for them this year. That we're just doing the adult game where it's just like we play the game, no mm-hmm. side gifts, right? But I caved in and I got them backup emergency gifts in case they freak out. <sighs> Is that bad or good? Are you going to give them the gifts no matter what? I can say no. Back I've got to have the gifts on standby. And if I feel one of them is sad or disappointed, I'll pull them aside and go, hey, come here. Don't tell your sister, but I got you this. And I'll do the exact same thing for the brother. Yeah, don't, tell you, don't tell your brother I got you this. You know, I won't make it like a, as a part of the group setting if I feel like. But then they're going to say, did you get an extra? And they go, yeah. And then they're going to play you for the rest of your holidays. You're always going to have to do side projects. Well, this is the first time we've done the jump year. So I'm nervous as well. Because I don't want to be a bad uncle. Right. But by the way, the side gifts are not great. They're like stupid little gifts. It's just something. They're not stupid gifts. I thought yeah. about it. Um, All right, buddy. For Christmas, we'll, we'll talk, right? I know your 23rd is, when is that? A couple days? What do we think? We'll be in touch. Um, Yeah, please check out our Patreon. Go to heffernandreap.com. And uh, if you want to be uh, a supporter of our show, we'll gladly take your Christmas gift <laughs> and let you be a supporter of our podcast. Heffernandreap.com. Click on Patreon. Enjoy. Um, what were you going to say, John? I was going to tell everybody, have a Merry Christmas. And uh, we'll probably do one of these before New Year's because I want to talk about New Year's with you. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't feel like I might either get a cat so I'm not alone or do I come to Nashville and see your show? I'll be in Nashville, uh, Zany's Comedy Club, the 30th and 31st doing shows unless they cancel it. Have they been? Is it been? Get it's bad everywhere. Still. Well, I've just heard that there's a new like Tennessee's now doing ten people or less or something. So I don't even know if that's worthwhile anymore. I don't know if it's going to happen. I haven't. 
Yeah. As uh, as I'm talking to you right now on the 21st of December, I'm doing a show the 30th and 31st. That could change. Gotcha. But uh, I say get a cat anyway, and I'm bring gonna, the cat to Nashville. I love cats. I'll get two. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna look for two sisters. <laughs> okay. So we're gonna, we'll we'll have to think of their names. I already have one. I already have one name of the cat. I love it. I think I'm, I might go with uh, Sade and Adele. Oh, that's great. Very Sade's a great. Of course, I'm going to go Sade, but I'll go. I knew you were going to go Sade. Sade and, and Adele. Sean Klein says, Merry Christmas, guys. Enjoy the podcast. Merry Christmas, guys, from Leanna Williams. Merry Christmas, Stacy and Sean and Leanna and, and, and Carrie and Letha and Shane and Sean and everybody who's been listening to us. We appreciate you guys tuning in and listening to two comedians just riff and ramble and complain and hopefully spread joy in your life, you know, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, everybody. I'm going to do uh, a little John Heffern live thing in the next couple of days. I got nothing going on, bro. They'll have me on as guests. Hey, hey Christmas you. Day, I got nothing going on. I don't either. So maybe Christmas Day will do something, just me and you from the house. That's when everyone gets all their new electronics and everyone's really excited. Yeah, no one will watch it, but at least you and I will talk to each other. Yeah. Okay. Let's think about that. <laughs> all right. Take us out, Rick Sanford the third. You've been listening to the smooth sounds of Heffern and Reed. The show is over. But come back next week, same Reek time, same Heffern channel, for more comedy conversations, music, age church, and the life and times of the quarantine comedian. Always expect the unexpected, and who knows where the conversations will go. And as always, remember to rate, review, subscribe, and share. Peace. Since you love the Heffron and Reap show, please go to iTunes and let them know. Rank the show and leave a comment. We don't care what you write, you know. They Heffron and Reap have low self-esteem. So please validate them by ranking them and making them seen. So no matter what you do,